establishing a connection. Wow. Hi guys. Hello. <laughs> Hi Steph. Hi Beth. Hi friends. Welcome to Q&A. So happy you're here. Hi. Wow. Wow. You're here. This is the best. I um I saw this reel. Steph, what did I say? Oh my gosh! Thank I said you. The same thing I, I feel like, like I'm Maui. Your hair today. It just feels big. You, anytime your hair is down and curled, you say that. <laughs> well, anytime. Oh, here we go. <clears throat> Hi, Antoinette. Hi, Obs. Hey, Kim. Hi, guys. Arlene. Hi. Praying for you. Thank you, Aubrey. Hi, Cheryl. Guys, this is the best. Lexi. How? How are you here first all the time? You are like quick draw on the app. Oh. Hi, Carla. Hey, Vanessa. Oh, we have some YouTube ladies. What's Hi. Going on? Hello. Hi, Mary. Oh, oh, wow. Thank you. Thanks, Anne. Thanks. Um, all the gals who were on the rosary this morning heard all about me finding out about my colors and how it changed my life to find out about my colors. Hey, Macy in Louisiana. Hi, Maria. Wow. Maria, are you normally on YouTube? I'm just going to turn this around. Sorry for the feedback. This is the way the oh, mic goes. Oh, oh. Like you. so. You got it. You got it. You You're look great right. in pink, Beth. Thanks, friend. Guys, I'm so excited about our chat today. Steph, you do have to move over. Look at this. I'm hanging off the bed here. Goodness. You know what I mean? Do I have to move the whole chair? Is that yeah, what you mean? Yeah. We're, unless you wanted to share the chair with you. You do I have to move mind. over. I share everything with all my children all the time. There's nothing to my name anymore. Well, this is, this is, that's close. Sorry about that, Steph. But this is better. I feel better about this. Hi, guys. I, I don't know how to get Steph, in. Steph, come back around. Let me, maybe it's because this you guy guys, needs to. what is happening? Okay. All right. Oh, what is happening? What I is this? I scoot forward more and more every week. We're not sharing the chair, Jenna. Share Absolutely the chair. Absolutely not. Share the chair. Hi, Jean. Hi, Cassie. Cassie, you're starting RCIA? Praise wow. God. We love you, too. Wow, wow, wow. Right back at you, Cassie. You are the light of the world. Jesus said that. Wow. Matthew chapter 5, verse 14. 14? We're just 15. Is salt 14? Anywho's. Any Madison, send me a chat, Steph Salinas, and I will help you. Um, yeah, Cassie, there is an app channel specifically for converts. Would love for you to hop in there, find some people, get some questions answered, have some support, get some people praying for you. We want to journey with you. We'd love to share that. Karina, thank you. It's just the pink. It's just, I don't think I am. I just think it's the pink. Hi, guys. Hi, Veronica. <laughs> Cheryl, yes. Guys, the app is just an abundance right, of wisdom, nuggets, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. prayer, love, community, love, joy, affirmation, peace, all of the patience, things. goodness, kindness, gentleness. Oh, man. Self-control. All the fruits of the spirit are there in the app. We'd love for you to join us. Speaking of fruits, Beth. Speaking of fruits. <laughs> uh, that was not a segue. I didn't do that on purpose. That oh. was the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we're talking about a fruit of the Spirit today, joy. We're also talking about happiness and the relationship 
of joy and happiness. And I'm going to lead with this. This is really, this is what I have. This is all I have. That's not true. It never is. <laughs> Here's what I want to say. I just learned this today, that the word happiness is derived from the word happenstance, which has to do with our circumstances. So when we feel happy, that's because we've experienced something in our circumstances that is uh, good luck, good fortune. Things are looking up for us. That's when we're happy. But joy, joy is something deeper. Joy is a spiritual state. It's a fruit of the spirit. And thesis statement, you can have joy even when your circumstances are not happy. Amen. Yeah. I love that. Jenna, what did I say? What did I say that is said, above happen, and beyond? Happenstance. Happenstance. That's an English word. I've never used that in a sentence. But isn't that interesting that happiness is related to happenstance? It's true. We need it. We Listen, we're also human, so it's okay to strive to be happy. Right? We should want to be happy. Totally. And we should want to experience things that make us happy. Mm-hmm. But that's not going to sustain us. Mm-hmm. The joy and the action of like, it's kind of like just this posture of I choose to live in this joy that the Lord's giving me. Yeah. It's very different. I was at um, a baby shower on Sunday mm-hmm. and my friend was there who I don't get to see often. Sweet. And I just thought we were laughing at something so silly. And I just thought to myself, I haven't laughed like this in a while. Like oh, a good so belly good. laugh. And it felt yeah. so good. And I was like, thanks, Lord, for like that time of happiness and joy. And it was like pure joy. Yeah. That I don't realize, like, I haven't realized I haven't laughed like that in a wow. bit. You know? Do you know the last time you laughed like that? When? <laughs> Probably any time we're talking to Caroline and Aubrey, honestly. <laughs> it's true. It's, yeah. We, we laugh quite a bit with them. You know, Minnesota was probably, like, that trip itself was just what I'm saying, so good. Yeah, literally. Just dying laughing. <laughs> Truly, Aubrey. Think about your last belly laugh. I want you to think about it. When was the right. last time you had a good belly laugh? I'm serious. We're really considering this right now. Yeah. When's the last time I, like, laughed really Aubrey hard? says seven to eight times a day. It's so true. It's because you get to hear yourself, Aubrey. Totally. <laughs> When's the last time you guys laughed? I want to know. When was your belly laugh? Wow. Your last belly laugh. I feel like I left Jenna a pretty laughy voice memo yesterday. At la- oh. I laughed at John Christ. John Christ was hysterical. That new stand-up special. She shared the link and she was like, Jenna and I just laughed the whole time. Yeah, the whole time. Okay. When people laugh, it it's a good... It, like, makes me laugh. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. She was laughing at her husband laughing at her yesterday. That's very sweet, Cheryl. What? Wow. Oh, man, I'm trying to think of the last time I laughed. I laugh all the time lately. Thanks be to God. You laughed at something the other day where you were, like, even, like, couldn't breathe. What was it? <laughs> I just, it was undoubtedly something involving Aubrey. She's, it was an Aubrey yeah, thing. Totally. I just don't remember what she said. Yeah. Let's see. Marriages that laugh together are the greatest. That is so Agreed. sweet. Yeah. I was telling Beth that Chula was teasing me about something that was just so funny. And we were like laughing about it last night. But it, yeah, it's true. Like We have to laugh a little, guys. What is Anne saying? My vision isn't that good. To Anne that says, joy font. versus happiness. Looking so mm-hmm. forward to this chat. I always ask for more joy in my life. What a beautiful prayer. 
you have figured it out because joy is the fruit of the Holy Spirit, which means it comes from the Lord. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the fruit of our relationship. Now, each one of us has the seeds of the Spirit in us because we received mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit at our baptism. But these seeds need to be cultivated in order to come to full fruition, to come to full bloom in our soul, in our person. So, yes, ask for similar to asking for an increase in faith, hope, or love. Mm-hmm. To say, I want to live a life of freedom mm-hmm. in the Holy Spirit. I want more love, joy, peace, patience, goodness, kindness, gentleness, self-control. I have a little theory, Steph. Yes. This is by no means theological. I have a little theory that those, I have a theory that the Bible is true. (laughs) That part is true. And uh, I think everything in scripture is on purpose. Mm -hmm. So when St. Paul writes in Galatians 5 about the fruits of the spirit and love comes first, I think that's first. I think that's the first one. And from love comes joy. It's a, a waterfall effect. And from that love and that joy, peace flow Mm. out. I I think the order is important. I think it's intentional. The same with, I'm thinking about this because I was reflecting on 1 Corinthians 13. Love is patient. Like that's the first attribute of love Mm -hmm. is that it's patient. I think order matters. Order does matter. I think we don't realize how much we desire joy until we enter into that loving relationship with the Lord. Mm. That like full love with the Lord. Like that. Agape, you know, just that complete, just pouring out. And we realize that we desire this joy that comes mm-hmm. from him. We, You know, this the Bible tells us, you know, the joy uh, of the Lord is my strength. So yes. that when we don't have happiness, we have something that will sustain us. We have something that will be our strength in those moments of weakness where we, yes, we can be going through a difficult time. We love the Lord and know that the Lord loves us mm. infinitely. Mm. We can we can have joy knowing that we're not going to be in the darkness forever. We're not going to be left behind because we have someone who loves us so much that wants to be our strength. Mm-hmm. The Bible has a lot to say about joy. Uh, this month, where's my Bible? I borrowed it. This month, I'm uh, walking with the members through... Uh, a gospel, John chapter 15, um, for their desert day. And I have been reflecting just the past week, praying with John 15 myself. And this verse, verse 11, I've said these things to you so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. So first of all, joy is his. Mm-hmm. It's found in him and he gives it. And, and it's a supernatural joy. It's not related to our circumstances. <clears throat> it's something totally otherworldly and beautiful and dimensional and rich because it's his. Mm-hmm. It's in him. And then when he gives us his joy that it may be in us, that our joy is complete. We actually can't know joy without the Lord. How good is that? So good. Bishop Emeritus Olmsted, yeah. he wrote a letter on this. What a guy. And it's just so mind-blowing that my joy that may be complete. And just this idea of, yeah, we need that supernatural gift. We're not going to achieve it on our own. And I think that's what happiness, the distinction between happiness mm-hmm. and joy is, is that we can achieve happiness 
on our own and it might be temporary mm-hmm. it might might be fleeting you know and we can we can, if i know that taking my kids to the park and letting them run around is going to make them happy and that makes me happy seeing them run around i can do that sweet right yeah. but knowing that i there's this joy that the lord gives me so that even when it's like 110 degrees outside and i can't take my kids out yeah. and see them run around and have like the time of their life that like the Lord is still giving me joy in other areas, in other ways, and he's still going to provide that for me, whether I have the means to mm. kind of curate it on my own or not. Wow. You know, and it's yeah. just so, I think of my goddaughter, you know, her middle name is Joy. And just like the gift of like, even having that, we talked about names last week, having that as like part of your identity. Like we, and as a staff, we kind of all came back to that, right? We all mm-hmm. came back to like this. Just this littleness, not this yep. idea of like us not being enough or not being whatever. Mm-hmm. No, just like this littleness as like a child where we get to just have joy. Like kids are so carefree and happy because they live in that identity of their littleness. They live in that joy where they're not waiting on circumstances to change. You know what it is about kids? They're not worried. They're not. Kids are not worried. They're not worried about where their next meal is going to come from because, like, there's food in the fridge. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They're not worried about bills. They don't usually even understand that there mm-hmm. are bills. I'm just thinking about that incredible insight that you had at Bible study two weeks ago about being at a checkout lane with your kids. Mm-hmm. Will you share that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was just sharing about how kids are so... I think it's also, like, the trust, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, you give a kid a dollar or two, and they just think that they're the richest person in the world, and they can go to the store, pick out whatever they want, yes. put it on the counter, get go to checkout, and then hand the, the, the clerk, like, their dollar bill. And they just know, they just have that confidence that, like, they're going to get it, but they don't realize that in the back end, like, I'm paying the rest. Like, I'm paying the balance in full. And there's just this, I don't know, dynamic of, like, I'm not going to tell my kid, like, why are you putting that there? You don't have enough. You know, that $1 is what's that going to be good for? No, I'm like paying the extra so that they can have that thing and and also have that joy of like, I don't know, this accomplishment that they did it themselves. Totally. And I feel like that's how the Lord is with us. Like we totally. give him our dollar bill and we think that we're just making it through life with our, with our dollar or two. And he's always coming in and completing that and paying the balance. But like, goal. here's the thing for the kid, a dollar is enough. Mm-hmm. Like, Wow. I have a dollar. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the last time I was that excited about having a dollar. You know? Yeah. It's the best. Kids are so awesome. And I love that the Lord reminds us to look yeah. at, at, at the children to be like his children always mm-hmm. be at his feet. Yeah. I, I just want to, I kind of want to land here for a minute. And maybe this is selfish because the Lord has been convicting me about worry lately. Mm-hmm. But I, I think worry is a real obstacle to joy. I think it is. I read this thing this morning. Jenna sent it to me about how worry is a misuse of our imagination. Wow. Aubrey. Aubrey. Undisciplined imagination. That's insane. Wow. Yes, exactly. I And I know my imagination is a gift. I understand that my imagination is a gift from God. And I want it to be used for God, for his glory. I want to discipline my imagination, not only out of um, like sin, like sinful images. I And I don't want to also waste my time or like waste my purity of heart on 
just like nonsense, not even like graphic, you know, content, but I, I don't want to fill up my eyes with that or my imagination with that. But more than that, I don't, I don't want to give fear that expression. I don't want to give fear a say in my imagination, which is what worry is. Cheryl says, I always feel like I'm not enough or too much. Mm-hmm. It's really comforting to think Jesus makes up the difference for us. Yeah. Aubrey, will you tell Cheryl what you told us about being not enough, too much? Oh, my gosh. I know. Life-changing. I'm life-changing. still sitting with that. Aubrey. Take it away, Aubrey. What did she say? She said. The, the Lord wants a lot of you. He wants a lot of if you. If you're too much, like, Jesus is, like, good. Because I want Aubrey's words. I want tons, I want of, tons you. of you. And I'm still crying about it. I texted that to Aubrey yesterday. I want tons of you. It's so sweet. He just wants tons of you. Cheryl, it's so real, though. I shared about this exact thing on stories yesterday, mm, if yeah. you had a chance to see them. Just like this idea of wanting the Lord near, but not too close. Mm. I don't have it all figured out, but can you do this for me? But don't come under my roof. I'm unworthy. And the Lord is just like, your faith is incredible. And I think we forget that sometimes. Like, we do have faith. We do have a gift. It's amazing that we're here on a Tuesday morning, Tuesday Mm -hmm. afternoon for some of you wanting to dive deeper into this understanding of the Lord and just what he wants to give and all of his love. And so we do have faith and sometimes we want to make it look like Mm. something else. And that's, you know, that's just our, I think we just strive for perfectionism all the time. And the Lord's like, this is what I, what you have is what I want. Wow. And I'll do the rest. Wow. I mentioned a few weeks ago that I've been praying um, with this scripture. It's sort of been my my theme, my anchor for this season. Psalm 34, verse 5, look to him and be radiant so that your faces uh, will not be ashamed. As a paraphrase on that second part. It's really the first part for me. Look to him and be radiant. And um, I've just found, particularly in the last couple of days, that when I actually do that, when I just interiorly look at Jesus and like lock eyes with him, I'm like, I look like a lovesick, just, I am radiant because he draws this like luminosity out of me. He draws Mm -hmm. himself and his own love out of me. And I'm reflecting the love that I see in him. And I'm just like looking at the tabernacle like a, like a lovesick teenager. I'm just obsessed with him. I'm just smiling at him, I'm like laughing at his little jokes. I'm reading just the most, the, the smallest, most nuanced, like look in his eye or like expression on his face or movement. I'm, I'm so connected to him when I'm looking at him. And that's my joy. Mm-hmm. Like everything else melts away. Nothing else matters. I'm just like laughing. Like, how are you real? How are you real and right there? It's just insane. And that joy wells up in me. Jesus talks about this. He promises in John 4. He promises in um, the prophet, Isaiah 58, 11, that there's going to be this um, bubbling up of the living water in us. And I think that happens. I think the joy that we're longing for comes 
when we look to him. I just have, wow, Beth, Steph, I like almost cried thinking about locking eyes with I mean, just stop, let's just do it. Just stop and do it right now. I'm serious. Steph, do it. I'll leave. I'll leave this. (laughs) I, I want you to pause. Don't worry about the comments. Don't worry about where you are. Just close your eyes. This is an opportunity to encounter the love of Jesus because he's with you and he's present. He's right there and he's already looking at you and so holy spirit would you give us the grace to return that look of love to lock eyes with you jesus to look to you stay right there. I don't want you to, I know in a vulnerable moment like this, the tendency might, might be to bolt. The minute you're seen, it's, it's exposing, isn't it? It's vulnerable to be looked upon with love. Maybe you're not quite there yet, and that's okay, too. Just persevere. Just stay right where you are. Ask the Holy Spirit, your guardian angel, all your patron saints to intercede, to clear away the clutter, and to sharpen your spiritual sight. What do I mean by that? You can use your imagination here to picture Jesus. Maybe it's just one detail of his face, his countenance, his his body, but stay right there. You don't have to force it. He'll do all the heavy lifting, but just stay still. Keep looking for him. Keep looking at him. Jesus, I ask that your joy may be in us. 
would bubble up, would become a wellspring in us, overflowing, saturating the garden of our heart. The seedbed of our lives. All of the soil in our souls, Lord, irrigate it now with your love that we might become wellsprings of your joy, that our joy would be made complete because of you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. What a flirt, you know? He was just so locked in. Can you talk about it? He just wasn't looking away. Yeah, wow. And it felt great to have that this space of, like, I felt like there was just, like, commotion all around. Mm. But, like, it wasn't coming near me. It was, like, I was, like, in this little bubble, just locking eyes. And he was just, like, <laughs> locked in on me. And he was just so, like, I pictured my daughter, my youngest daughter. Mm-hmm. She, like, when she discovered that she can jump and, like, actually get off the ground, she would, every five seconds, look at me jump. Look at me jump. And we, she would jump, and we'd be like, yeah. And, like, we would always hype her up about it because she was just so excited. And I had, like, the same feeling, like, Jesus was looking at me that way. Like, yeah. He was just like, yeah. Like, you're just, like, that little girl. Like, you're not this... You're not only like this 30-something-year-old mom, wife, worker, blah, blah, blah. Like, wow. I'm just watching you right now. Wow. That was so cool. Like, with delight. Yeah. With delight, but also, like, he was just, like, chuckling at me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's he's so lighthearted, isn't mm-hmm. he? Yeah. Can I, Steph, can I, sorry, can I just press you on that for yeah. a second? What was it like interiorly? to experience the focus and intensity of his gaze on you. You said he didn't look away. Yeah. What does that mean to you? That was important. Yeah. I was important enough for him not to break his sight, like Mm. his like line of sight on me. Like he didn't have to look away at all the other things. Yeah. But also, also I wasn't uncomfortable with Maybe because I've wow. felt looked at by him and, like, locked in mm-hmm. before, so I've experienced it. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't like, oh, my gosh, look away. You know, sometimes when you make eye contact with someone, you're just like, mm. yeah, yeah, you start looking away. Go to Dutch Bros, you know what I'm talking about? But, like, he was just, I just wasn't uncomfortable. It was just familiar. Beautiful. Yeah, it was yeah. familiar. And I, yeah. Sorry, okay, please go. go. I was just going to say, I think that that's what joy is. Like, living in joy is, like, you're familiar with pres- the presence of the Lord. You're familiar with just his love, his abundance, mm-hmm. the graces he gives. And when we have like these, I'm thinking about, script. I was thinking about scripture and like every, some, when joy gets mentioned, it's usually accompanied with like this perseverance, this endurance, this discipline of like there will be suffering, there will be challenges, mm-hmm. but joy mm-hmm. comes in the morning or count it all joy. And when we have these moments of like, I don't want to, Lord. I'm, like, really sad or really frustrated or really, like, losing hope on something. Mm -hmm. 
we have to be able to recall what it feels like to experience him mm-hmm. present, experience his joy present in our lives. Mm-hmm. What you're describing there is why I love imaginative prayer so much. And, and for me, the Lord speaks in images a lot. I think images communicate very deeply things that we don't even always have the words for. Mm-hmm. And so for you to say he didn't look away, I could, I, there was a lot of light on that. Mm-hmm. I could feel mm-hmm. he's not only communicating that he's looking at, it's, it's deeper than that. He's yeah. saying, I never look away. Mm-hmm. I don't look away. Mm-hmm. That's a, a truth that you can plant a flag on the ground about. You can build an, a monument, an altar like they did in the Old Testament to say, no, God never looks away. He's never not looking at me. He doesn't break eye contact with me. He's not distracted by the mm-hmm. chaos or, or disappointed by my littleness. He's present to me. And so to have a moment like that that is viscerally experienced in our imagination, mm-hmm. um, we can connect to that image and understand very deeply words that we maybe didn't have the faith to understand or to believe before we had the experience of it? I was thinking that maybe we should touch on that a little bit more. Please do. And maybe you can help me with this. Just kind of put into words. You've probably had this experience of literally being, okay, I have a lot of thoughts, but like we are resurrection people. Right? We live in the truth that Jesus did what he said he was going to do, that he mm-hmm. made, gave us an avenue to have this everlasting life with, with the Father. And we live in that truth. And that's just so beautiful. And it's a gift that we're able to be part of that. That's mm-hmm. something so amazing. But we, and I'm sure you've experienced this before, people are probably like, how do you have joy? How do you seem like you're not stressed about whatever circumstances come your way? Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, we're all going through something, but it seems yeah. like you're never, like, distraught. You're never. Yeah. And sometimes I just don't know how to tell them. Like, it's because I, Jesus is going to take care of me without seeming, like, flippant about it. Totally. Like, you know? Yep. So yep. do you want to share a little bit about that? Yeah. I feel like I'm in, I'm... I am in that right now mm. where, like, my happenstance, my circumstances right now are not joyful. Mm-hmm. But I have this ridiculous lightheartedness and trust. And, like, I'm laughing all the time in a situation that Beth five, ten years ago would have been distraught about. Mm. But now I'm like, meh. <laughs> you got it. Like, I can't. I can't do anything about it and not in a helpless way, mm-hmm. not in a giving up way, but in a in a way full of trust, which is only a grace. But I would say that living with joy, mm-hmm. this we're kind we're talking about some mature spiritual concepts today. Living with joy when your circumstances are not happy mm-hmm. is the fruit of years of walking with the Lord. Mm-hmm. It's the fruit of your history with God. You can have that joy. You can have that peace. You can have that patience and trust because you know who God is. 
because you've seen him come through for you before, Mm -hmm. uh, because you know his heart, you trust his heart toward you, that even if it doesn't happen in the way that you see best or or you would prefer, you actually are beginning to prefer it his way, Mm -hmm. understanding that his ways are not our ways. His thoughts are not our thoughts. Mm -hmm. And thank God, he has higher ways, higher thoughts. And you actually begin to prefer his will even when it contradicts with your will in your flesh, your timeline, your preferences, that's where the joy comes. The joy comes in loving his word, loving his will, loving him and, and trusting his heart. I'm saying a lot of things. I love that. Megan says, I feel like I'm learning that joy comes from intimacy with God, yes, regardless Megan. of circumstance. Experiencing that closeness changes everything. Yes. That, I mean, that's it. Succinctly, that's that's what I was trying to say with all of the look to him. It's just, if you want joy, be with Jesus. <laughs> There's your joy. <laughs> Truly. Someone mentioned it earlier, um, that little acronym of Jesus, others, yourself, and that's how you have joy. Oh, yeah. Tim. I heard that. Yeah. And it's it's the greatest commandments. Love God, God above all things. Love your neighbor as yourself. Mm. Yeah. Um, I was sharing with Aubrey yes, last night through Slack. I was like, okay, I wanted to touch base on the book of James um, because one of my favorite scriptures about joy is in here. And I wanted to talk about that idea of whoa, whoa, spiritual whoa. maturity. Should we talk about James real yeah, quick? Yeah, go for tell it. Him, tell them. Tell them the news. They know the news. I don't know that they do. Here's the, here's the news. In the month of September, we are celebrating nine years of Blessed Is She. It's our nine-year anniversary. And we want to celebrate the friendship, the sisterhood, the community that we experience here every single day. That you're experiencing right now in Q&A, on Q&A, in the chat. We love, this is very real, this community, Mm -hmm. this friendship, this sisterhood. Mm -hmm. And so to celebrate, all month long, we are participating in a liturgy of letters We're actually writing letters, cards, encouragement to women that we know and love through the Blessed Is She community. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's your roommate. Maybe it's your sister-in-law. Maybe it's your prayer partner from the well. Maybe it's someone you just connected with in the the app for who's near me. Jenna, I kind of thought I might be one of those friends to get a card. I didn't get a card. I think mine, because I live further away, it's still in the mail. Okay, yeah. okay. Maybe that's what's happened to Maybe mine. Maybe she's going to handle it too. Any, anyway, so we're sending cards. That's what we're doing. <laughs> that's what we're doing this month. We're writing cards. And we have beautiful templates. You can sign up to download those templates. Um, we're sharing quotes, excerpts from letters from saints, because all of the greatest saints were prolific letter writers. And so we're kind of entering into that very beautiful tradition of taking time in friendship, of being intentional, Mm -hmm. uh, of caring and and being thoughtful and reaching out um, to our friends. And we're kind of culminating this experience, this Liturgy of Letters campaign, the last week of September, next week, starting Monday through Friday, we're reading a letter from Scripture. We're reading the letter of St. James. And we're starting that just one chapter a day, typical BIS, VBS, blessed is she, vacation. No, virtual. virtual. (laughs) Darn it. Darn it. Virtual Bible study. And we're doing that next week. Just one chapter a day, only five chapters in the book of James, the letter to St. James. Letter from St. James? 
get your story straight, Beth. Of James? Letter of James. Great. We're reading James next week, Monday through Friday, one mm. chapter a day with me and one of my friends. Every single day. So we've got a channel on the app. It's under courses. We want you to sign up. It is a part of the BIS Plus, which is our paid app tier. Yes. Uh, but we are offering a free one-month trial. So you can see all of the goodies, all of the channels, everything that's available in BIS Plus access. I just shared that one month free of mm -hmm. BIS Plus. So mm -hmm. make sure that you are subscribed for BIS Plus so that you can be part of this mm -hmm. live VBS starting next week. And if you saw the event Jenna created last night, <coughs> there's so many people already in there and subscribed. I know. I got so excited when I saw yeah. everybody saying they've never read James or they've read it before, but they need it again. And I feel the same way. James is like, you guys buckle up for conviction which brings about joy that's what's happening in the letter of james and that's what's happening next week we're gonna go live every single day at 6 p.m eastern me and a friend steph will be there and uh we're reading just one chapter a day mm -hmm. sharing our takeaways talking about the word talking about the lord okay all of that to say steph what did you want to say about james sorry there's just like some pen pal action happening in the chat Thank and i'm you. here for it yes please. brenda you can't see everybody's comments because they're commenting on our blessed is she that's app it. That's and it. you're watching on youtube so get on the app i'll put you know what i'll put the link on the comments here Brilliant. as well on youtube and facebook you get um, one month of the BIS Plus mm -hmm. for free, and you'll see all the goodies that come with it. But I did want to, and maybe this could be a little teaser, mm -hmm. I did want to read from James on this idea of spiritual maturity, this idea of mm -hmm. joy that kind of goes with, Renee, a little bit of what you shared earlier. Uh, as you grow in your relationship with God, joy grows too, because looking yes. back, you can see that God handled things and it yes. worked out better than our desires. So when you have that, you start to trust more that God has it handled, and we start to cultivate joy. Cultivate joy. Mm -hmm. So this is from the letter of James, mm -hmm. and it says, My brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of any kind, consider it nothing but joy, because you know that the testing of your faith produces endurance, and let endurance have its full effect so that you may be mature and complete, lacking in nothing. If any of you is lacking in wisdom, ask God, who gives to all generously and ungrudgingly, and it will be given to you. But ask in faith, never doubting, mm -hmm. for the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea driven and tossed by the wind. For the doubter, being double-minded and unstable in every way, must not expect to receive anything from the Lord. Yikes. Feeling convicted right now about that double-minded bit. That's what I'm doing when I worry. I'm double-minded. Like, Jesus. I'm like, I, I trust, but like, woo, maybe. I trust you. Jesus, I trust in you. But also, it's not looking good. Jesus, I trust in you, but uh, probably 10 days is long enough. We like check in on him. Like, totally. <laughs> have you gotten to, have you gotten around to that, Lord? Totally. Ooh. But I am being a little double-minded. But also scripture tells us, like, ask God. 
ask him for joy. Ask yeah. him to remove doubt and remove worry and yeah. to train our imagination. Here we go. And to grow in this maturity in our relationship with him. We need to keep yeah. asking him. Yeah. Like, we never get to the point where we don't need to ask the Lord of things. He wants us to ask. Okay, and can we also, that James chapter 1 verse 2, guys, this is right out the gate. James chapter 1 verse 2 Consider it nothing but joy when you face trials. Mm -hmm. That is literally Mm -hmm. the opposite Mm -hmm. of worldly wisdom. Talk about his ways being higher than our ways. Talk about the wisdom of God is foolishness to man. How? How can we have joy in trials Mm -hmm. unless it's supernatural? Mm -hmm. Unless we're talking about a totally different set of values. We're talking about a kingdom mindset. Yes, we can have joy even in our trials. Yes, we can experience joy even in suffering. And I would say, I'm going to say something bold here, but it's just true. That when we experience joy in suffering and trials, it's actually sweeter. It's more Mm -hmm. pure than joy when everything is going our way. When everything's going our way, I would say we're, we're kind of experiencing some natural happiness. Not to say the Lord isn't in that, giving abundance and blessing and there's a, a deep thanksgiving and yeah, it's it's beautiful when things are going well, but the joy in suffering hits different. Mm-hmm. It does. St. Teresa of Calcutta said, suffering is coming so close to the cross that you can kiss Jesus. I mean, I was actually having a hard time praying the Sorrowful Mysteries this morning Oh, because I felt like I was somehow plugged into this undercurrent of like strong, strong joy. Mm. And I'm like, Whoa. <laughs> wait, what? Like, like there was this, um, the joy of the Lord is our strength. Mm-hmm. Like there's a strength. Jesus joyfully laid down his life. I'm thinking about that, that mm. Hebrews for the sake of the joy set before him endured the cross. For the sake of joy, he did that. Whoa, thank you, Lord. I just thought of that right now. The Holy Spirit reminded me of that right now. Mm-hmm. That even in the sorrowful mysteries, there's a there is a well of joy wanting to bubble up. That he would do this for us. That this is what love actually is. Mm-hmm. So beautiful. Yeah, we strive for happiness for some kind of pleasure. We seek joy for that fulfillment. Your joy may be complete. That's it. John 15, 11. Wow. What's Taylor have to say? Hi, Taylor. Joy comes from a different place. It seems to bubble up and out. This is it. It's that wellspring, guys. That's it. Yep. Wow. Wow. Staying close to Jesus is the only way I feel joy in my widowhood. Please don't. People don't always understand how I can still be joyful. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes, Susie. It's a it's a pure love, love joy. That it's the overflow of the love that you have for the Lord and for your husband. Mm-hmm. Facebook, we got some movement over here. So beautiful, but for the joy set before Him, our beautiful Savior endured the cross. Wow, so humbling. Joy wow. is a fruit. Joy is a fruit. Yeah, it is. Holy Spirit, man, that was some confirmation in the Holy Spirit. Give How good is that fruit. Hebrews verse? I'm gonna look that up yeah. right now. Similar to thank God in all circumstances. Yeah. Again, it's just this idea of just spiritual maturity. Never find. 
where we have this understanding. But like, here's the thing, guys. St. Paul says it. This is one of my favorite verses. He says that we must grow up in Mm -hmm. every way into him, into Christ. Mm -hmm. This is what, this is discipleship. This is the call that we have these experiences with God. We learn his nature and his character. Then we believe, we stand firm on that foundation Mm -hmm. because we've discovered in the midst of joy or trial, in the midst of suffering, we've discovered his nature and his character. And now here comes another trial. Here comes some more suffering because we live in a fallen world. Mm -hmm. But now we're standing on that firm foundation of who he's already revealed himself to be, of what he's capable of doing because it's who he is. And now we're not dragged so low. We're not so discouraged. It's it's hard for me when I hear people talk about like, oh, I thought we were through that. Like it's another that we're just like always counting our problems or, or the cost. Mm-hmm. But we're, we're actually meant to be getting stronger. We're meant to be growing. We're meant to be living with like this radical, ridiculous, nonsensical faith. It's why David talks all the time about about being foolish, that we should look foolish. Mm-hmm. That's sometimes in the in the world's eyes, in worldly economy, it does look foolish to trust in God or to have joy when things are going haywire. But we stand on a firm foundation. We mm-hmm. have a house built on rock. And so we have joy in him. Amen, Beth. I'm thinking of a yeah, quote what? that Chris Stefanik said the other day. He was like, we're a resurrection people. Like, tell your face that. He's so wild. We're just so mopey sometimes. Silly and guy. it's like, do we not believe that Jesus rose from the dead and promised to give mm. us eternal life? Like, mm. what am I worried about? Hebrews, man. Wow. Love Hebrews. Here's the thing. Mother Teresa, this is a big part of her theology is just to smile. That's literally it. Mm-hmm. Just smile at people. I asked the Lord the other day. I wanted to fast for a particular intention. And I'm like, what should I do? He's like, smile at me. I was like, that wow. is, that is a, it is a sacrifice because I don't always feel it. But guess what? That's for my good. Actually, when I start smiling, it activates, like, I don't know, it activates these endorphins in me to just oh. smile. He's doing that for me. I'm trying to make a sacrifice. And he's like, just smile at me. What? Just smile at people, guys. You want joy? Start smiling more. What's the alternative? We give Mm -hmm. in to despair. We live in the darkness, not searching for light. Here we go. And then our life is just abundantly harder. Like we make it harder for. We feel like it's we. We get hopeless when we succumb to despair. We succumb to our doubt, our worry, and so I just Mm -hmm. pray. Lord, we rebuke that. Yeah, like this any, is sin against hope. Any despair, any doubt, mm-hmm. Lord, just increase our trust in you. Mm-hmm. Show us the light. Yeah, trust is not like a white knuckling. Trust is joyful. Like, mm-hmm. he's got it. I gave I gave him my dollar. I did what I can. He's going to put the rest on his card. He's got it. Wait, can I, can I share yes. something that's on my heart? Mm-hmm. The Lord said to me many years ago, and he's been reminding me of this uh, recently, He's really calling me. It's so fun to walk with the Lord. It's so fun mm-hmm. to be disciplined by the Father because he just starts bringing stuff up and you're like, yikes, I do that. But also <laughs> laughing about it because you're like, yeah. He's been talking to me about hedging. 
And he'll just say to me, hedging. Like I'll say, Lord, you know, I trust you for this. But if not, he's like hedging. Just trust me. Mm-hmm. Don't like try to prepare your own heart to be disappointed. Because do you know what happens when you anticipate disappointment? You're just disappointed longer. And you don't even know that that's the outcome. Stop hedging. I'm talking to myself. Stop hedging. Just trust. That's holding back, though. That's not even full surrender. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's true, Steph. <laughs> it is, but oh. it sounds very holy, doesn't it? It sounds yeah. very religious. Yeah. Like, and I, I get so triggered when I see this online when people are like, and even if not, he is still good. Which is a paraphrase of a verse in Job, but that's not actually what Job says. If not, he's still good. Well, he didn't. Job had nothing. And he was still good. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's what they're saying. Like, yeah. Newsflash, you're not Job. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, come on, guys. You know? Oh. Anyway, the point being, I get really triggered when people are like, oh, it probably won't happen, it, but he's still good. I'm like, then then you don't trust him. But it says. You're not even asking for what you want because you're afraid you'll be disappointed. It says to so you're ask saying him. you're trying to be holy about it. It says to ask him. Yes. Ask, ask and what? Ask him. Ask him what, Steph? Ask and it will be given to you. Yes. Ask. Seek, knock. Like, it's yeah. just like, he's not saying to put little, it's like when you're going bowling, like, Bowling is not fun if you have the little bumpers up. Like, okay. it can be fun to us. And then you master bowling with bumpers and you're like, this was cool. I mean, I think bumpers might be helpful. Yeah. If you're bowling for the yeah. first time in a And then you time. master it and then you don't want to bowl with bumpers anymore. That's true. I do think risk is fun. Yeah. Risk with the Lord is fun. I would agree with that. Yeah. yeah. It's also an exercise of faith. Here like, we go. When you ask the Lord without giving him any parameters you're exercising your faith in him you guys can i tell you something the lord said to me recently yeah. blew my mind this this has got some legs on it the lord said to me in the old testament i parted the red sea in the new testament we walk on water Ooh. everybody's waiting around everybody's begging the lord will you part the red sea come through god and he's like take a step walk with me Trust me. Take a risk. Walk in faith. That's what we're doing. Wow. And there is so much joy in that. Instead of kneeling and begging on the shore, not sure if God's going to show up. Double-minded, as James says. But also I'm beg. Gonna stop. I'm going to stop. Beg and expect him to show up. Here we go. Here we when go. did we stop expecting miracles? He's a God of miracles. We're so comfortable with like, Lord... Like yesterday in the gospel, it was like this guy was asking for the Lord to heal, for Jesus to heal his servant. Mm -hmm. And he's like, Mm -hmm. no, stay there. So you're not unbothered. Mm -hmm. Like as if it's up to us to bother or unbother the Lord. Nothing is going to bother him. He's not bothered. He's unbothered. He is the epitome of unbothered. You know what Jesus is? Relaxed. Wow. He's relaxed. Okay, okay there's see. some comments, there's but some we're getting stuff. close. We got we to gotta land the plane here. There's nothing that can't be made a little better by smiling or laughing. Truth becomes easier to digest. Painful things become easier to manage. Yeah. Hard conversations become easier. Just smile. Guys, I really have to pray for this because mm. my, like, default is just a very, like, serious, stern face. That's true. And it's so sad because, like, I'm not, like, super serious all the time. Mm-hmm. So I have to, if you're like me and you have a serious face, pray for the Lord to soften it. 
Let's see. Megan. Soft hearts, Lord. In Jesus' name. When I'm struggling with being happy, I come back to mm-hmm. joy as a person and not a feeling since feelings change. Yeah. Here we go. My favorite quote on suffering, do not be afflicted if your heart often experiences repugnance and dislike mm-hmm. for sacrifice. All its power rests in the in the will wow. and so these contrary feelings. Far from lowering the value of the sacrifice sacrifice Megan, in my eyes what you're it. so holy that's so next level <laughs> you're offering the most intense like excruciating physical suffering and i'm like jesus let me fast and he's like just smile at me <laughs> like <laughs> megan what how, how can i get on your level you know you should do the well with megan <laughs> i need to do the well with megan <laughs> yeah okay let's see expect disappointment and you'll never be disappointed bad advice expect goodness from god yeah. Amen. Expect the best. I'm but, quoting the yeah. Lord in my personal prayer. Just expect Let's the see. best. Angela said, I'm so grateful for you ladies. I'm following the leading of the Holy Spirit to come mm. into the Catholic faith. And I'm so grateful he's helped me find your beautiful wisdom. Speaking of joy, you just gave wow. me some joy in the Lord. Praise God. Believe and do not doubt. It's both and. Here we go. We're full of both ands, guys. Here we go. Do you know what I was reflecting on this morning? I was praying with the visitation this morning. Okay. And when Elizabeth says to Mary, blessed is she who believed that there would be a fulfillment of what was spoken to her by the Lord. So Mary said yes. Mm -hmm. And we put a lot on that. There's a lot of emphasis on her fiat. Rightly so. But she had to believe. Like after the angel departed, she had to believe. When Joseph was going to divorce her quietly, she had to believe. She had to trust the Lord. When when she's going to visit her cousin Elizabeth, which is not close and is a real hill country. The scriptures the scriptures <laughs> say it's true. It's not an easy journey. She's making this journey as a pregnant young woman. She's doing that believing the word of God through the angel. So her faith, it's not only her yes, it's its her faith. And you could say that's kind of one and the same. But I was just like, I was so moved by Mary's faith. Not just the initial yes, but like, I guess all of the yeses after, like the persevering in faith. Is that is mm-hmm. that resonating for anybody? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's also just the purity of her heart. We need to ask for a purity of heart. Amen. Actually, Steph, why don't, can you pray for us and just pray for that? It doesn't have to be a whole thing, but, like, I want a pure heart, you know? Please pray for someone to bring revival to Kansas City. Yes and amen. Yes. Who is that? Christine. Christine. Christine, It's you. You're going to bring revival because God's going to revive your heart. Amen. And your heart, there will be an overflow, the wellspring of joy, the Holy Spirit bubbling up to eternal life in you. Will draw many souls to Christ. Yeah. Amen. Let's pray. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord, for your joy. Mm. Your unwavering, unending joy that you have for each and every one of us every morning. Thank you for seeing us, for looking at us. Help us to remain little so we live in the joy of being your daughters, Lord. Allow us to grow in this spiritual maturity, 
to walk with you unwavering in our faith, to have complete trust and surrender, Lord. Give us the courage to ask big things and expect big things of you, Lord. Give us the discipline to persevere when things are rough, when we begin to give in to despair and doubt and worry. Help us to stay focused on you In those moments, Lord, I just ask for an outpouring of your joy into our lives. Even when we don't ask for it, Lord. Give us the graces to belittle, to be yours, to live in this joy that comes from knowing your love and knowing your presence. In your name, Jesus, we pray. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Amen to that, Caroline. Guys, real quick, please make sure you check out the BIS Plus so that you can do the BIS VBS with yep. us starting next week. Yep. Um, also, beginning in October, we will be moving our Q&A. Yeah live full session to the app so if you're watching on youtube and facebook you will be able to get a glimpse just like the first um part you'll of be there Q for the first part yeah and then it will move over to the full finish version will be uh -huh. on the app on the app so make sure you get on the app if just you're head on over on facebook and youtube it's not just another app i promise once you're in here you're gonna see yeah that you've been missing out this whole time but it's so okay starting in october q a the full version of this conversation mm -hmm. every week will only be available on the app join us join us and see why all not the start now with with the book of james next yeah. week you know Share that with somebody as well. If you know that someone's not on the app and you have like a girlfriend you want to invite to yeah. do BIS, VBS, maybe bring some people over to your house. Love that idea. And, you know, have a group of five gals doing this together and then you guys can kind of have your little small group afterwards. This is amazing. Why don't you text some people right now and say, hey, do you want to read James next week? It's literally five days. Five chapters. That's it, five guys. Days. Yeah. Okay. Well, all the good things happening. And we're so happy that you are doing this with us. Thanks, guys. Thanks so much. See you soon. Love you mucho. Bye. Bye. Bye, app gals. Bye, YouTube and Facebook and friends.